A word to the wise. We are an explicit podcast tackling choicey adult themes as well as entering spoiler territory if you aren't caught up with us. We are covering the third and final book in the original Red Rising trilogy titled Morningstar. So you'd better have read the other two stories or have been willing to have sat through all of these episodes without having read a single page up until this point. We're going to tackle everything with the past two books and uh, some predictions going forward. Hey there, this is Cross. And I am PJ. And I have to burp. Burp. I have to burp. (laughs) We are Words and Whiskey, a podcast for veteran and novice readers alike. We tackle fiction novels and love to talk about what we're drinking. Think of us as your drunk weekly book club. If you can't tell from that exchange, we're a little tuned up right now. So this is the second episode of the night for recording for us. And it'll be one of two episodes released simultaneously for you. So hitting the ground running as far as drinking goes. But this is kind of a short episode, hypothetically. So we didn't make additional cocktails, but we did open new beers. So we'll talk about that momentarily. Yes. If you want to hear about PJ's cocktail and my pour of straight whiskey, you can go to our other episode, which involves Desert Sun if you, by Pierce Brown. All right. Let, we'll just run through it quick. Crossland had straight bourbon rye. I had a <laughs> cocktail called The Godfather, which is two parts scotch and one part amaretto. And that's it. There you go. You're caught up. All right. Uh, Crossland, what beer are you drinking now? So before we talk about that, I'd say that we're going to talk about Morningstar, the third book in the trilogy conclusion to the first half of Red Rising. What beer are you having now, PJ? It's a beer that I didn't care that much about because I know I'm not going to taste it that well. Um, (laughs) I think I talked about it, to be honest. (laughs) It's Dirty Little Secret, which is a hazy IPA from Talking Waters. It's fine. It kind of is it like co-sponsored by All-American Rejects? Uh, No, that might make it better. (laughs) <laughs> my lending too much credit no i no it, it'd be a shitty pop punk beer <laughs> oh, that hurt that hurt pj for <laughs> my little pop punk soul no it's it's fine it's definitely not talking water's best showing and i don't know i don't know what else to say about it it i can't say a ton bad about it but i i don't have any really strong feelings either way. So it's just kind of, I had another one in my fridge, so that's what I opened. Sounds fantastic. I am following up what we drank before with a voodoo ranger, which is like the, I mean, it's from new Belgium, like brewing, but they do some really super that that new or that, uh, voodoo ranger line has some really good stuff in it. Actually. They're, uh, 1980s ipa i can't remember exactly what it's called i think it's something along those lines it's actually really fucking good especially for their price point you know exactly right so i I think that they actually make probably one of the best mass-produced beers period like a couple of them yeah um that i i could definitely lean into anytime but this is totally just a an average you know it's a go around it's what i keep in my fridge as a spare to follow up the like tasty um wilmington brewing company beers that i have all the time Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's fair. 
So before we jump into the episode, I just want to shout out two other things. One, we talked about it earlier, the Desert Sun episode that's accompanying this. Listen to it either after or before this. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Involves Star Wars, if you're interested at all. Um, It's predominantly around episode four and things like that. It's only around episode four. What do you mean predominantly? Well, our our entire conversation is predominantly around episode four. I mentioned Vader like once or twice in some prequel trilogy stuff. Oh, you you I mentioned guess spoilers at like twenty years. You, you mentioned Anakin's flying skills. Yeah, right. That's, it was, it was that's pretty, the only thing that's not in episode four. Fair, fair. And the the book series, or rather, the short story collection that we're covering, I am combative is, today. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's it's okay. It's okay. Um. <clears throat> the the short story collection that we are covering is from a certain point of view, which is basically just a reflection on a new hope from the 40 year lens of all of the other characters that were involved inside the story. We read the one written by Pierce Brown. So you might like it. You might enjoy it if you like his writing. I think you so will. Would I, highly it, recommend. it is. It is very much easy to tell that it's Pierce Brown writing It's really, yeah. really cool. So that was the first. The second is if you missed our episode that we put out on Monday of this week, we wrapped up Golden Sun with Tib from the Sons of Aries Discord. It was a ton of fun. Great time. We cover a lot of ground over the course of two hours. It was a yeah, we covered more than the episode than we did with Bingham, I think, in general. I I just kept having you guys talk about Tactus for like two hours. Well, we uh, with Bing, we really I think I think we had more confidence in elaborating beyond the question itself mm-hmm. this time. Yeah, we we kind of got our footing in our format, I guess, since having Bing on. So all of us were more comfortable with just kind of meandering through the the conversation and using the using the question as more of a guide as as opposed to. The only thing we were talking about. So I, yeah, I, I think definitely. It, I think the conversation flowed a lot more smoothly. And I think I know I had a ton of fun. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great time all around. Tib has messaged me at least two or three times saying he was so grateful to show up and that he just had a great time. We are very Dude, appreciative that he came on he's to so chat cool. with us. Yeah, it was awesome. We uh, technically speaking over the course of recording that episode, we spent like four hours with him between the actual recording and like our preamble conversation. So yeah. it was and awesome. Then we, we had a couple hours the day before just to yeah, just to try to make sure we weren't awkward together in conversation. I think that was actually a really good move. I would agree. Um, I think that that's a good idea. Yeah, it, it allowed us to kind of build a little bit of a rapport instead of me saying like, hey, I'm PJ. What's your name? And uh, being awkward like that, like I tend to be. Mm-hmm. So I got to do that off air instead. So, yeah, totally. It was um, it was a good time all around. I think uh, I think that everyone will really enjoy that episode going mm-hmm. back and listening to it either, you know, later or now. There's so many insights that we uncovered between our our conversation between the three of us. It was it was excellent. So moving sure. into that, though, for the rest of the show. As detailed on that episode that we just talked about, this episode is going to be fairly short. Um, We only have two real notes to go through. We've got one, which is the summary, which PJ is going to read up next. And then two, we've got PJ's predictions on who's going to live and who's going to die in Morningstar. 
So PJ, kick us off with the summary to the next book and then your thoughts. I have not read this ahead of time like I did in the other books. So I will stumble. And uh, Andrew, this is a note to you. And please leave this in. Do not edit it. I want my stumbles and I want my my faults. That is one of the main purposes of starting this podcast. One, to get me to read more. And two, to get me to read out loud better. And I think having something real and a little bit unpolished and a little bit embarrassing is beneficial. So with that said, here is the summary. Darrow would have lived in peace, but his his enemies brought him war. The gold overlords demanded his obedience, hanging his wife, hanged his wife, and enslaved his people. But Darrow is determined to fight back, risking everything to transform himself and breach gold society. Darrow has battled to survive the cutthroat rivalries that breed society's mightiest warriors, climbed to the ranks and waited patiently to unleash the revolution that will tear the hierarchy apart from within. Finally, the time has come. But devotion to honor and hunger for vengeance run deep on both sides. Darrow and his comrades in arms face powerful enemies without scruple or mercy. Among them are some of Darrow's once-considered friends. To win, Darrow will need to inspire those shackled in darkness to break their chains Unmake the world their cruel masters have built and claim a destiny too long denied and too glorious to surrender. Beautiful. Well done, Pierce Brown, on the summary. Yeah, any thoughts or predictions off of that that can take us from where we ended with uh, Darrow being imprisoned and having a paralytic poison injected into him? I don't think Roke is going to suddenly be on his side again. Oh, Okay. <laughs> um, any other like immediate thoughts that rush to mind? No, I, no, I, I don't think that really revealed a lot. And I think that was intentional. I, di- I didn't want any sort of uh, glimmer of spoilers in that. And I think he did a good job of that. Yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't have let you read it if there was a glimmer of spoilers, because that's my mindset when it comes to spoilers. I would have either edited it down or have rewritten something. But I think that they did a good job of treading around that line very Mm -hmm. carefully. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Well, I guess we get into that mega die. Kind of the other book. I guess that's fair. It's kind of a spoiler that he's alive. Yep. Yep. So. This episode is predominantly going to be a mega prediction, one mega prediction that we're going to pay off at the end of this book, where we're going to go through, we're going to talk about all the characters, but what we're going to do is I want you to predict who lives and who dies, one name at a time. Okay. So that's the rest of this episode. It's just going to be going through those. Sounds good. I've got them in order here, roughly of of different thoughts. I've separated them by color a little bit. Okay. And importance and kind of escalating. So we're going to start with a dearly beloved character, though. I want to talk. I want you to tell me, is Ragnar going to live or die? He's going to die, but I think he's going to die in a way that inspires a lot of other obsidians and stains specifically to uh, carry on his ideals. Okay, moving on. Deanna, which is Darrow's mom, dead or alive? That bitch is dead. She's going to stroke out again. Oh, no. (laughs) 
It's so mean. <laughs> it's so mean. <laughs> so mean. All right. Harmony. Uh, dead. Just dead? Just dead. Who's any other? Anything else? Um, just, just dead. Do we know? I don't think it's been revealed what has happened after the jackal had her imprisoned, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, I don't think she made it out of that. Okay. All right. Dancer? Uh, he's too crippled. He's going to die. All right. Uh, Evie? Evie will live. All right. And I, thi- I think Darrow oh, yeah. will also convert her into... Bring her back into line with what the Sons of Ares originally were, as opposed to the the Splinter faction that she was a part of. Okay. How about Quicksilver, who's only been talked about in subtext? I think he'll live. Okay. I don't I don't know anything about him or her. I don't think it's yeah. even revealed what gender Quicksilver is. So I think Quicksilver lives. I'm assuming they get introduced in this book. Okay. We'll and give that a go. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention it. Kieran. Uh I Darrow's think Kieran, brother. I think Kieran lives. I think Kieran is I think he becomes more important and maybe even climbs into some sort of maybe not actually important, but high level ranks with Darrow just for the sake of being being a red, being Darrow's brother. And I believe he's the hell diver now. Yes. Mm hmm. So he's going to have clout over Lambda. I mean, there there are several hell divers, of course, because there are simultaneous drills running. But yes, he is a hell diver, right? So, sure. so I think he'll be kind of the the main conversationalist between Darrow and the Reds. Cool. Well, let's move into our majority gold population here. Um, we're going to run through a lot of critical characters from kind of like varying levels of importance just to kind of mix it up and make it interesting. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the golds, of course, the other howlers, meaning kind of the the randomly named howlers that exist. OK, so the howlers other than Severo. Yes. Yep. I think um, I think a lot of them die. I think less than half of them survive. OK, I'm not I, I don't I don't know who. It's hard to it's hard to really guess who if I were to guess it'd be just fucking gambling at this point. But I think I think a lot of them perish, but I don't think all of them do. And I think uh, I think 50 percent is a good guessing point. So less than 50 percent survive. OK, sounds good. Less than 50 percent. So Moira Al Grimace. I think she's alive. OK. All right. So one of the Ash Lord's daughters. She, she has flown fairly uh unspoken so far so i i think she'll she'll raise to a little bit of more prominence and uh will become more important and will will survive this book okay aja the other algrimis uh dead she is too evil <laughs> i don't know is not, she is she evil <laughs> maybe not evil she's too much of a threat too much of a yeah. threat to darrow and, okay. And too entrenched in her stance. And support to Octavia. How about Lilith? Lilith. Dead. Dead as a doornail? Sure. Just no other. Just dead. Okay. All right. Daxo, Ow Telemannus. I think Daxo survives. I think he uh he'll he'll become I think he'll start to take on almost the Roke role 
I think he'll uh, he'll be a close confidant of Darrow's. Okay. Dig that. We'll move on to Cabax. I think he'll physically be alive, but I think he gets another concussion or something, and he's like brain dead or something. Ooh, unfortunate for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we do love him. Shout out to Tib for loving Cabax. He will, uh, he'll be able to say one word, and that is <laughs> jelly beans. Not Sophocles? Nope. It is jelly beans. Mm, that's so sad, but it's very Bruce Brown, so I, I, I get where you're coming from. Speaking of Sophocles, is he going to be alive or dead? I think he's going to be alive. Is it a he? We don't know. The fox. Is the fox going to be alive? The fox is alive, and I think the fox has kids. Fox has children. And there's cute little giant fucking mutant fox children running around eating jelly My beans. My secondary question is, do clones of the fox count? As children? I, I'm, as like Sophocles even being live or oh. children. Either way. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, no. The no? specific okay. Sophocles that has a, uh, a taste for jelly beans and a fucking crazy owner, the, the one and only, is alive. Sounds reasonable to me. Okay. So we've Cassius. How Bologna. I think, I think he lives. Okay. And I think potentially the, the blood feud gets dropped a little bit. And I think that, I think maybe not in alliance forms, but I think Darrow and Cassius start working together in some respects. Adrius. How Augustus. He's too slimy to die. You think he lives. Okay. Yep. The jackal lives. The jackal lives. Octavia. Uh, dead. Dead unceremoniously and pretty early in the book, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm oh wowing at your prediction, not at the way that I know that it pays off. I I'm just like, it's interesting. Totally like, understood. Think, okay. All right. Yep. Roke. Dead. Thoughts on his death? Mm, Darrow sad about it, but it's also pretty cold-blooded. Darrow probably gives him an opportunity for redemption. And uh, much like the fight between Ragnar and the gold, he refuses it and on, just gets gets cut down immediately. Okay. Severo. I think he dies. Oh, no. Our boy? Our boy dies. The half red, half gold? Yep. Okay. I think he dies. And I think it's, I think it's hard on Darrow. And... Honestly, I think it's hard on Darrow because I think it's a decision of him. Like it, it's a it's one of Darrow's decisions that kills him. That that's tough. That would definitely be tough. Yep. No question. Okay, Mustang. Dead. I don't think she makes it into Morningstar. Wow. You know who I forgot to ask about? Victra. Oh, because she's dead as a doornail. She's dead. Right? She's dead. She's dead at She died in the last book. Yeah. What am I what am I saying? <laughs> she got shot. In the neck twice. In the spine. Forget. By your you sister. You know, like rereading these books, it's one of those things that you kind of Oh, forget. you didn't it's ask like, about oh, Antonia, yeah, this character. Though. Oh, Antonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antonia's good to ask before Dara. Uh, Antonia, also too slimy to live. Or too slimy to, too to die. Too to slimy, die. Too slimy to die, like the jackal. Oh, so she lives. She lives. Okay. Cool. And Darrow. Uh, Darrow lives. Main character. I think Darrow All right. Lives. 
This episode may have sounded like a giant spreadsheet that we just ran through for the most part, but also I think it's fascinating to think about as we move forward into the rest of the book. These are predictions that are going to pay off with PJ being very, very, very drunk for one of our wrap up episodes. Okay, I would so, like to or very not drunk and I will end up very drunk. I would like to set a wager right now. Sure. Because you said very, very drunk. Well, no, no, no. no, I, no, no, no. I had to clarify. Each of, these, okay. each of these is a half shot. Half shot? In the wrap up episode. Oh boy, dude. We gotta, we, there are so many names here that I think we have to do a, um, a quarter. Quarter. All right. Quarter shot. Third. All right. Third. Quarter. Okay. I stand by a quarter. All right. Fine. A quarter. Quarter shot. Yeah. F- for everyone's sake, especially the, the guests. And we have good guests booked for the end of this. So I'm, we're going to hang out. Okay. With how, how about this? Half shot and anytime one of these characters dies, that's when we resolve it. Maybe that's when we take it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We'll we'll do it that way. We'll pay it off that way. We'll play we'll pay it off throughout the the series. This series. Not all at once at the end. Okay. Sounds good. I'm in. All right. Cool. So with that, we move into next week. Next week, we're going to be starting Morningstar, the final book in this trilogy. I'm going to be to reading read chapters. Again. You do. I get to read what fucking happened. This has been like two and a half, two and a half weeks, three weeks, two, two and a half weeks, two and a half yeah. weeks. But I, I read I read the end of Golden Sun like the day after we recorded. Yeah. So, maybe so it's, it's been like three, three weeks for me. Yeah. So this next book, we're going to be reading for the first episode, chapters one through seven, pages one to 53. It should be an incredible time. We're going to jump back into the story. It's like PJ said, it's been a bit very excited to get back into it here with you as we kick off the third book in uh, in the first trilogy Mm -hmm. of the Red Rising saga. Yes. So that's where we'll leave you for this week. (laughs) Please continue to... uh... Let your friends and family know about us if you think they have any sort of interest in what we do here. Our website, wordsandwhiskey.show, is always being updated with the cocktails that we drink on the show or a calendar that hypothetically is updated now. It exists for Morningstar. Well, that's good. Our social media is (laughs) (laughs) at wordswhiskeypod on both Twitter and Instagram. And we absolutely adore getting any sort of feedback or interaction from fans or from listeners in general, people that hate us. I don't know. We haven't (laughs) had any of that yet. Haven't had any hate mail. Please send us hate mail. Kind of tells us we're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Additionally, if you want to help us reach more viewers without sharing what you listen to in your private podcast life totally fine just give us some sort of review and some sort of rating on whatever podcatcher that you listen to us on always always helpful there we uh we live and die by the algorithms on that thing so true true yeah. with with that like pj said please send us an email at words and whiskey show at gmail.com if you have any additional questions to ask Say if you're already a fan of the series and you want to ask PJ something about the end of this book going forward, I would love to pose some questions in that end PJ predictions section from any fans that have any other questions or people who love this book series so much to talk about it. It would be excellent to hear each and every one of your voices on, on the podcast. 
We appreciate each and every one of you and can't wait to share our next episode with you next week. Thank you.